listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee. We are on episode 107, and we are talking about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, so like I've played almost every single Mario Kart game since the beginning. (laughs) Um, I've been, so like the original Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo, I was like a huge fan of. And then, um, I guess the only one that I really didn't play a whole lot was Mario Kart on the 64. And then like... They had a couple um, handheld iterations, too. They had a Mario Kart um, on the Game Boy Advance, and then they had a Mario Kart on the DS. And I really didn't play those a whole lot, either, so I've played almost all of them. But um, the big the big time for me was when I first met Lori, and like we were playing that a lot, because it was like one of those games that you don't have to be awesome at in order to yeah. enjoy playing. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing Mario Kart forever. Um, what's been your experience with Mario Kart? Um, I played the Super Nintendo one, and that was it. Are you serious? <laughs> until, until this time. Well, I probably played a little bit here and there, but like, I really haven't been into racing games a whole lot since we were kids. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean that's that's all good though. I mean, is is your kid into Mario Kart? Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, we actually owned it because of him. Oh nice. And, I mean, don't be wrong, I played a course here and there in the past. It's not like I didn't play it. It's just I wasn't like, oh, I'm just gonna bust out a few few levels of Mario. It just wasn't my what I would do in my spare time. Sure. So like I knew I mean, honestly, as funny as it is, the basics haven't really changed a whole lot. No, not really. You're but, right. you know, yeah. I had uh, fun doing this. It was fun. Yeah, I was going to say, for, for this gameplay, what we did is we sat down and we played online. Um, basically, me, you, and Lori. And we all sat down and we played every single track. And then we did the battle stuff. And we did um, some of the, like... We did a couple mirror courses, and we did a couple of the uh, the two hundred CC courses, just to get a feel for you know the game as a yeah. whole. I mean, we didn't obviously we didn't play the game uh, all the way through story wise because there is no story to this game. Yeah. But you know, I mean, most of the th- most of the items are already unlocked as part of the base game. Um, the characters are all unlocked. for the base game so like you know you don't you don't really have to do a whole lot to just like play the game and i feel like we i mean we put almost eight hours into it in the like couple playthroughs that we did and i feel like we got a good like well-rounded feel for the game as a whole um i think the only thing that's different though is that i've been playing it for a while where you haven't though i feel like you were able to keep up just fine i mean you know yeah i think by the end i was able to hold my own for a tiny bit at least right i got i got a few first places yeah you did often but (laughs) so we typically played on the 100 cc which is um like i'd say like a medium so um 
and, and we'll go over the different like levels of speed and stuff like that in a little bit. But um, just for our gameplay basis, we did 100 CC for the majority of the tracks. We did all characters, all um, all computer um, characters. All items were available and all carts were available. So pretty much anything that the game, like anything that you would normally play in the base game as like playing through to do the championship stuff was all ready to go. Like we, we did everything just like it would normally be in like the base game. Um, the biggest thing was that we were just playing online, so we couldn't like do some of the multiplayer or some of the, um, like, like Grand Prix type stuff that they have available. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise I feel like we got a well-rounded view of what the game is like and put quite a few hours into it. And I feel confident going into this, uh, this, um, review. (laughs) Yeah. So it was developed by Nintendo, Obviously, um, the platform is actually, it was released on the Wii U in 2014. Um, it's almost 10. Right. And then it was the, the, and that was Mario Kart 8, just like base game Mario yeah. Kart 8. And then, um, a, a few years later, they came out with DLC for Mario Kart 8, which included like eight more tracks and um, a few more characters and stuff like that. You had to pay like five bucks or something like that to get the the DLC pack. Um, but it, it opened up the game a little bit more. Uh, then the Switch came out, and then they released Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch in April of 2017. And that game included all of the base game of Mario Kart 8 plus the uh, the DLC expansion stuff from Mario Kart 8 as a deluxe pack. Um, then, a few years later, well, I'd say a few years ago, because this game has been out for almost 10 years now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but fairly recently, they did a set of six expansions... Or six, um, what do they call them? Um, yeah, bo- booster, booster courses, booster, booster course pack. So, um, you could pay, you could either pay Nintendo directly to get the DLC for all of the booster packs, um, or if you were part of the, um, if you were part of the, uh, Mario or the uh, Nintendo online, you could get them for free as part of your subscription. Yeah. Um, which we're all part of that. Cause we did the family plan and we have the, the, the deluxe plus or the, the online plus or whatever it is that, that gives you more, you know, perks. It's yeah, not yeah. like it's that much more expensive. It's like, you know, a hundred bucks a year, not quite. Um, but in any case, uh, we didn't have to pay for it directly, so we just got all of the extra DLC stuff for free. I mean, you know, with our with our subscription. Right, right. Um, so with that, it actually doubled the amount of tracks that you could play. So the base game of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has 48 tracks, where the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe plus the, the booster DLC pack that they just got done releasing adds another 48 with a total of 96 tracks that includes like a handful of more characters, 
a few more carts, like just overall doubling the game, which is fantastic. Now, that said, the game hasn't seen, you know, at, at this point, typically, we would see a Mario Kart 9 or something new. But we haven't seen that yet. So yeah. it makes me wonder if, like, this DLC pack or this, you know, uh, these... These extra courses? Yeah, th- this co- course booster or whatever. Yeah. Um, If that is more so the next iteration of Mario Kart 8. Like, the game is great as it is. Let's just give you more stuff and just play the new stuff. And that's it. Kind of a cop-out a little bit. But... It's not so bad, considering the game really is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let's get into the review as best we can. Um, first off, story, there, there's <laughs> literally no story. Like, 100% no story. You can kind of like... In, with similar games, you can say like, Oh yeah, but you know my, my experience with the game is a story... But, like, this literally is, like, no story. It's just, like, characters, race, do your thing, it's Mario Kart. You open the game, and it literally is just play. (laughs) Right, exactly. There's nothing there. So, um, we're going to skip the story for now. We're actually going to do an an average of the rest of our scores, and then we'll do an average for the story, so that the story's not, like, dragging everything down if the score's really good. Um... But also, it makes it fair kind of across the board. Yeah. So we're going to skip story for now. Um, graphics? I gave graphics a 9. Oh, okay. I uh, I gave it an 8. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess I it was amazing. I, I don't know. It, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. Well, let, let me know, ask I, you this. I, I take I take it back. I suppose it's it was a little difficult judging this because there's there's a lot going on, and when you're playing brand new, everything is like you said a lot. Yeah. Um, I think I will put it up to a nine because when I think about my favorite courses, they were amazing. Like yeah. everything about it, I was looking at everything. So yeah. Bump up my score a little bit. That's that's how I felt too. I mean, you're. It's hard to judge this because typically when you're playing a track, you're just focusing on the the road ahead of you. You're not yeah. really taking in the full environment. Sometimes there's a few courses that were so good that you almost wanted to go slow just to like take it all in and look at all the details. And those are so mind-blowingly great. But what's cool is the majority of these levels are like that. There's a few that are not so much. They're mostly like, you know open air or sky or something. There's not a whole lot to look at, but there's, there's some courses that are so detailed that it's like every time you play, you see something new. And that is so awesome. I think the hardest part is that, like you were saying, it it wasn't the openness for me. It was a lot of the copy paste ones that was just kind of like, eh, like a lot of the city ones, yeah. I know the city they ones the same, but they felt the same. The city ones did feel very copy and paste, very much yeah. so. Um, now I do want to stress that um, we are reviewing Mario Kart Eight Deluxe with the DLC included, like all all the you know 
right. 96 tracks that we played. So when we're saying some of these things, keep in mind that we played all of those tracks. And there's a lot of tracks that are from Mario Kart Tour that were upscaled and brought to the Switch. That um, that's that's kind of where what we're talking about as far as the city goes. Like those those there's a lot of city ones. We've got Paris, Amsterdam, Bangkok, Tokyo, New York, um, Athens, Los Angeles, Sydney, London, Rome, Madrid, <laughs> Berlin. Um, there's more. Hang on. <laughs> no, there's not. That's all of them. Um, I mean, all of these are big cities. Yeah, they have a handful of, like, very city-specific things. But for, like, c- cityscape in general, it kind of felt very copy and paste. Yeah. Um, for sure. And... The biggest problem that I had with those courses is that, like, you would play through and it would, like, take you in one direction. And then the next lap that you would do, you would go down a different direction. Though it still felt like the same stuff. (laughs) It was just, like, not in the same orientation. It just felt weird. Uh, But they had a few cool, like, little things. Um, Like, one of them had... You went out into like a soccer field. One of them, you went out into like oh, a baseball yeah. field. So like there was there was a few of those that were very specific to that city that is a big deal. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think the city ones were probably the biggest. Like, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But For there sure. were some that were just absolutely amazing. So um, which one was your favorite? Oh man. There was a pinball one. Oh, the Wario pinball? It was Wario? Yeah, yeah, Wario pinball, yeah. It was awesome. I hated that one. Oh, no, it's Waluigi. <laughs> I was so bad at it. Waluigi, Waluigi pinball. Excuse me. Um, Waluigi pinball is really, really cool. It's just, like, the lights and the sounds and everything is really neat. Um, I really liked the throwback to all the SNES. Oh, yeah, those were really cute. Um, they had quite a few. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking at the track listing here. We've got Bowser's Castle 3. That was uh, Super Nintendo. Come on. Show me another one. GBA. Oh, um, Mario Circuit 3. I know there's... Oh, Rainbow Road was one of them. Oh, yeah. Um, there's one more for sure. The, like, water one. Oh, here. Donut, Donut Plains 3. I specifically remember that one being really hard in the original. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's there's a handful of like throwbacks. I mean, really, that's just Super Nintendo. But like, I mean, there's throwbacks to everything. I mean, obviously, I said that we, there's the like tour ones, but then there's also like DS ones. There's ones from the yeah. um, GameCube, Game Boy Advance, um, Mario sixty four, the Wii era. And then, like, the DLC stuff that came down had a lot of those, but then they also threw in some unique ones, too, which is just mind-blowing how many courses they threw in this thing. Man, the rubber ducky, the bathroom one? Yes. I think that one was my favorite one. I loved that one so much. (laughs) I couldn't not look at everything. Um, (laughs) It was so cute. Squeaky clean sprint. Yep. Um, Yeah, that one was so cool. In fact, there were... A few, the ribbon, 
yeah. course. There were a few courses that were very similar to that. Well, there's at least one. Uh, Ribbon, Ribbon Road. One. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cute, too. Where you almost play as, like, miniatures inside this, like, house or uh, a room or yeah, a bathroom or whatever. so cute. It is. But, you know, it reminds me of, you know, how they came out with the actual drivable, uh, Mario Kart yeah. and you can make a course in your house. That's yep. kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought that it felt that way. But like, those are the levels that if you go really slow and you look around the room and you look at stuff, you're going to see details that are just mind-blowing. Like the wallpaper and the ceiling and like plushies on the bed or like yeah. carts, like full-size carts that you're driving around. It's just, it's so cool to see these things. It, it reminds me a lot of like Yoshi's Woolly World. I, yeah, did did yeah. you ever play that? Yeah, well, I played a little bit of it. There was a little Yoshi in there. Yeah, there was. Know? Yeah, yeah, there was like a um, a crochet Yoshi. Yeah. Um, but it, it reminds me of that game in the way that like everything is so like cleverly placed. Like yeah. the fabrics that are on the road, like might have pin needles in them or you know you can see like right. bobbins laying around just like little things that are just like so cleverly placed and so like fitting for the course it's it's just mind-blowing yeah for sure that's that's for sure how i felt with those two in particular it was just ah really good but they had really a couple good. like the hyrule circuit and the um, yeah. animal crossing animal crossing yeah where they like not only did they take the inspiration from their respective games they also like changed some of the sound effects like the coin pickup was different the coin the coins themselves were different right yeah so like yeah. all those little things made this big difference in each course that like could be different the ones that specifically are like that there's um the animal crossing one there's a couple of the f-zero um courses that are very unique um in like music and theming uh the hyrule circuit obviously that one's very you know legend of zelda themed yeah um and then they had one that was uh um mario world 2 I'm trying to find it in the list here. Oh, Yoshi's Island. So it was all like Yoshi's Island um, themed. And like even that, the coins were a little bit different. The like the music was a little bit different. And it just, it fit, it, it, uh, it fit that theme so, so well. Like they put a lot of work into that to make it feel, you know. Yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, it was a lot of fun doing this. Very much so. So yeah, I gave it a nine. A nine for yeah. graphics. Um, yep. th the detail is just. I mean, aside from the detail, like everything looks really good. Did you play it handheld? Or did you play it on the TV? I played handheld. Yeah. Okay. Um. At some point, I, um, I, I would push you to try it on the TV because it looks stunning on the TV. Oh, I'm like, sure it does. The yeah. water looks really good. The effects. There's a there's a course. Um, I think it's like Bowser's City or something like that. Um, but it's like raining and like all the all like your track or your um your cart is like rainy and watery yeah. and like the effects on the road and everything it just fits so well and it just it looks really good. Very well done. Very nice. I mean, 
I can definitely tell that this was upscaled from the Wii U. I mean, I can tell that they put in effort to upscale it from the Wii U. Like, it looks better than the Wii U did. <laughs> Essentially. Yes. I mean, about the courses aside, um, I mean, you know, character models look really good. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you've got 50 characters that you can pick from. They, um, uh, they also had a lot of the different, um, like, reoccurring reoccurring things in different like scenarios so like uh what are the moles called where they were there was oh, yeah. and uh like i'm trying to think of some specific but like they would have like these different like well they're not monsters but like koopas and stuff like that doing different things dressed differently depending on your course and stuff yeah, walking around yep. and stuff they were really, really good cool. at putting characters as observers so, like, yeah. for example, in the Animal Crossing one, you had Animal Crossing characters, like, yeah. watching the race. And that was so cool. Um, in most of the Mario ones, there are, like, you know, Toads and Koopas and, uh, you know, other characters that are around watching the race happen as well. So it just, I don't know, it just added to that dynamic mm -hmm. of, you know... Having something yeah. interesting to look at, no matter what course you're playing, you know, no matter how many yeah. times you've played it. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right, let's move into gameplay. Gameplay is going to probably take the longest. Yeah. Um, first off, what score did you give for gameplay? 9 out of 10. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, it's, it, they have a formula that just works. I really don't have very many complaints because... The customization is so easily tailored to work for you to your advantage. My biggest complaint is issues with the items that I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um, just as far as it almost, some of these things almost seem OP and just frustrating to the point where it's beyond just fun. It's just irritating. You just want to rage quit after a while. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, especially so if you've been playing for as many hours as we played, like, in a row. Yeah. I mean, definitely for us, by the time we got done, especially on the second day, it was like, I was done. Like, I was done, yeah. done. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I enjoy sitting down and playing. I could play every single night, but maybe, like, an hour, maybe two at most. But, like, to sit down to play for three plus is, like, eh, it's a little yeah. extensive. For sure, Yes. Um, so let's let's go over the gameplay mechanics as a whole. Um, obviously, you have the like basic racing, you know, acceleration, yeah. turning, stopping, whatnot. Um, but aside from that, um, you have fifty characters that you can pick from, and I'm I'm actually going to list all the characters, and I hope this list is all of them. I've noticed that a lot of websites don't actually have all of them, since some of the booster DLC stuff is pretty new. Actually, the, the most recent one, the, the sixth booster pack, just dropped, like, a couple weeks ago. So, like, I'll, some of this stuff is very, okay. very new. But, um, the list that I have, it looked pretty good, so I'm just gonna kind of skim over it here. Um, you've got Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Rosalina, Tanuki Suit Mario, Cat Peach, Birdo, Yoshi, Toad, Koopa, Troopa, Shy Guy, Lakitu, Toadette, King Boo, um, P 
Petey Piranha. <laughs> that's a new oh, one. Oh, yeah, that's right. One of the piranha plants. Uh, ba- baby Mario, Baby Luigi, Baby Peach, Baby Daisy, Baby Rosalina, Golden Mario, um, Pink Gold Peach, Wiggler, Wario, Waluigi, Donkey Kong, Bowser, Dry Bones, Bowser Jr., uh, Dry Bowser, so he's like bony Dry Bowser. Bones. Yeah. Um, Kamek, uh, Lemmy, Larry, and Windy. Oh, and Ludwig. Those are the like Kooplings. Yeah, little Bowser kids yeah. or whatever. Oh, Iggy and Roy. That's oh no, there's still more. Oh my gosh. Iggy, <laughs> Roy, and Morton. That's all of them. Um, there's Inkling Boy, Inkling Girl, Link. Um, villager male, villager female, Isabelle, um, you could do a me, so if you wanted to play yeah. as your, your own me, um, Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, Paulina, and Peachette. That is all 50 characters. <laughs> well, it, you, you mostly played as, uh... The the wizard guy, right? Yeah, Kamek, yeah. Kamek, thank you. Um I so typically in Mario games, I play as Toad. Typically. But for the sake of the playthrough, I wanted to try a couple different characters. I played as um uh Bowser for a little bit, and he's like <sighs> I I guess I guess to say really, all the characters have different stats. Um, some of them are like slow acceleration. Some of them are quick acceleration, but their speed is low. Um, usually the ones that have slow acceleration, their speed is really high. Some of them have like weight stats that do different things or handling stats that do different things. I just always play as Toad because I like Toad. But having played with other characters like Kamek, Kamek is very similar to Toad, but like a little bit faster. So it was nice to use him just to have that extra speed boost. But, you know, that's the beauty of this game where you can kind of play around with the different characters to try and find a stat that works for you, you know? Yeah. And I I liked that. It took me a little bit of time to figure out what was working for me. Uh, I think I played as Dry Bones for like... A portion of the game and then I ended up swapping to the girl villager mostly just because I liked her I guess but right yeah you know it started to work for me so yeah and yeah. that's that's really kind of where what it boils down to is that you yeah. just find you know a set that works for you so then um you've got your character set but then you also can do um cart selecting and cart selecting you can do um a bunch of different carts and motorcycles and by carts, I mean like race cars. Um, so I I don't have like a number of all the carts or anything, but there's a lot. Um, but they all have stats as well. So like after you pick your character, then you go into the cart selection and you can, you can scroll through all of the carts and you can see different stats for those carts. Each one offers, uh, I think it's, um, it's, uh, you know what? I'll just pull one up. Let's take a look. So we've got speed, acceleration, weight, handling, and traction. And all of those, you know, play together on how the cart moves around the track and whatnot. But, like, again, it goes back to that finding um, 
a formula that works for you. You know, do you want yeah. do you want your car to have more acceleration, more speed, more better handling? You know, all those things play in on how you play the game. And when you have a formula that works for you, you just kind of stick to it. So yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so not only can you pick your car, but you can also pick your wheel and a kite. So each of those, uh, the wheels and the kites also have stats that are associated to them. They're not quite as dramatic as the car or the character, but they still do little performance changes. So again, going back to, you know, fine tuning what stats you want to focus on. Um, the reason why you need a kite is because the characters can occasionally off of some jumps they can glide i guess it's a glider not necessarily a kite but um you you can glide from like a high level to like a different area um the cars can also transform into this like anti-gravity mode and that's something unique to mario kart 8 um but like some of the the tracks have areas that are anti-gravity where you might go upside down or you know Different right. different areas do different things depending on the, the cores. But uh, yeah, so it's just a, a unique feature to this game. The, f- the floating um, gliding mechanic, that was introduced in the Wii Mario Kart. So um, that's not necessarily new to this version, but it is carried over from the last. Yeah. Um, so then you also have driving assists. Um, these are just like little things to help... Specifically to help younger characters, or or not characters, younger players, and maybe new players, get a handle of the game and play with more advanced players who have been playing for a while or know how to use the game better. Um, There are just little, little minor things. So there's a smart steering, which will help you avoid falling off of cliffs or running into objects, running into walls. Kind of helps you stay on track a little bit. Um, there is the, uh, an auto acceleration. I'm not really sure who would use that, but it's, it's an option for you. If you don't want to have to constantly uh, hold kids. the a button. I imagine that's probably best for kids. Probably. Yeah. So that they can just steer. Yeah. Um, and then they have tilt controls too. So like the, Wii was very, um, the, the tilt controls was like, uh, iconic for the Wii. And so that was introduced, and that was almost the only way you could play with the Wii. Where this version, you can play with just your controller, but like they introduced the tilt controls as like an option yeah. if you want to play that way. So it's kind of nice, but if it's on by accident, it can really mess you up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can imagine. All right, so then we have items. <laughs> now, if you've never played a Mario Kart uh. game before, you're nuts. But, um, basically Mario Kart is racing, but then you have different items to attack your, uh, competition with. Um, so I'm going to go over those real quick. If my voice can hold out, like I've been kind of fighting a cold so I can feel my voice like deteriorating. So I'm doing my best here. All right. So we have the green shell, which standard. It's it's like all it all it does is just like throws out straight in front of you. It will bounce off walls, so like it'll just keep bouncing until it either hits something um and breaks or it hits another character and breaks. 
Um, there's a triple green shell, which all of the green shells will like float around you until you fire them off. Or if another character runs into them because they're floating around you, they kind of work as like a shield or yeah. as a, you know, offensive item nice. as well. Yeah. There's the red shell and the red shell is a, uh, like a heat sink, a heat seek. Um, missile where like it, it'll just go right for the closest car that's nearby. So like you can fire it forwards or backwards. And this kind of goes for most of these um, offensive items, but um, it'll, the, the red shell specifically will just go straight for like beeline to whatever car is nearby. Um, and then there's a triple red shell, which is the same deal as the triple uh green shell where like it forms a circle around you and you can just fire them off at will. Yeah. Uh, there is the banana. The banana is a very iconic. I mean, all these really most, most yeah. of these are iconic. Um, the banana you drop on the ground and it creates like a slippery spot for other character or for other players. So if another player runs over the banana, it just spins them out and, you know, messes them up for a minute. Then there's also the triple banana, same deal as before. You just drop down, you can drop down three bananas. Um, there's the mushroom, and the mushroom is like a turbo boost. Uh, there's a triple mushroom, again, three turbo boosts. There's a golden mushroom, which once you activate it, you can continuously boost by pressing the like fire button. And you can continuously boost for, like, so many minutes. So, like, you or seconds, I would say. So, like, you just continuously boost until the item is run out. There is the fire power, um, flower, the fire flower, rather. It gives you the ability of fire power, just like the traditional Mario games. So, like, I think you're given, like, ten shots or something like that. And you just fire off the, the fire flower until your shots are gone. And the fireballs just kind of bounce around the stage until they hit something or they fizzle out after a little bit of time. There is the star. Uh, the star is very similar to the regular Mario games where basically you're just invincible, your handling is increased, your speed is increased, and it just kind of helps you progress in the, in the, in the course a little bit better. Uh, for, you know, so many seconds. So, also, it gives you this, like, ability to run into other characters and cause them to spin out. So, like, if you're on the track and you initiate the star, if you run into a character, it will cause them to lose control and maybe you'll gain an extra place in in the race. There's a blooper, which is the squid guy in the typical Mario games. Um, what he does is when you activate him, every single other player in the entire race will have an ink blot on their screen. So it will limit their field of view and cause them to, you know, maybe not drive as well as they normally would. Yeah. There is a Bob bomb. Um, he's very typical to what a normal babam would do, where basically you drop him on the ground and he explodes. You could throw him forwards and you can drop him backwards, and he just blows up after a certain amount of time. Um, there's the the blue spiny shell. Uh, what this does is it will when you whoever fires it off, the blue shell will beeline for the first place 
the the character that's currently in first place and cause an explosion on them and you know they lose control for a second or whatever it essentially is a balancing act so that the first place person can't get too far ahead yeah <laughs> um there's the dreaded lightning bolt oh my gosh uh, the, what the lightning bolt does is the user initiates it and every other character in the entire race um, shrinks in size, loses their currently held item, and is forced to be slower than the initiator. And smaller. And, right, slower and smaller. So the problem with this is not only are you slow and you've lost your item, but you're also um, prone to being run over. So if you're run over by another character, you'll be flattened out and, you know, it'll... Same thing as if you get hit by a shell or whatever, you spin out for a little bit and you're slow or whatever. Um, it's It happens a lot when you're doing Grand Prix, just because the the computer characters are given this item all the time. <laughs> yes. Well, I imagine... I've noticed this especially with the Bulletville... It would happen, I would finally get those items when I was far behind. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, for sure. Okay, yeah. So, all right, Bullet Bill, um, Kaylee just kind of talked about it. What Bullet Bill does is it's like an autopilot. It will just, it, it, it transforms your car and your character into a Bullet Bill and accelerates you. It, it advances you in the course according to, like, autopilot. So, like, you know, if you play it strategically, you could get through a kind of a difficult section in the track and gain a lot of ground and potentially um, places in order to advance. You know what I mean? Right. All right. So we've got four left here. Boomerang Flower, which gives you the ability to throw a boomerang. You can throw it three times. Uh, it will, you can throw it forwards or backwards and it comes back to you. If it comes back to you on the third time you throw it out and it doesn't come back. So you just throw it out, it comes back, but it doesn't like you can't catch it again after the third time. Um, it steals items too. Does it really? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Huh. I'll have to look that up. I didn't know that it did. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I think so. Oh yeah. The ghost isn't in this list. That's weird. Anyway. Um, we've got the piranha plant. So the piranha, I like the piranha plant. I did too. Yeah, the piranha plant will. Um, when you use the <laughs> item, a pr- a big piranha plant will come out of a flower pot, and it can do multiple things. It can um, it can reach out and grab coins. It can reach out and attack nearby uh, players, or if you're pressing the trigger button, the the fire button, it will accelerate you forward with like a little turbo boost. So the cool thing is if you are constantly advancing, you know, you keep pressing the button, you're going just a little bit faster, you know, each time. So I, I, I like that one too. Um, you have the super horn. So the super horn just sends out a a loud shock wave around you. Kind of gives you like a barrier. It will deflect other, Um, offensive items, if there's any coming towards you, uh, it will um, disrupt any uh, character or uh, players that are nearby. Um, 
it's the only thing that you can use to defend yourself against a spiny shell. So if you're in first place, you can use the super horn if you've got a spiny shell that's about to hit you. Um, that's like all the benefits of it. Um, yeah. you have the ghost. Um, the ghost isn't on the list, so that's why I'm saying it now. What the ghost does is it picks a character, and I don't know how it picks it, yeah, but I don't know um, it, it steals another character's item and gives it to you, but then also you turn invisible and semi-invincible um, for so many seconds. So you're given this like little opportunity to power by somebody without them being able to see you. Um, and then lastly, that I know of anyway, uh, is Crazy 8. So, Crazy 8 will give you eight different items, and it's pretty much all the items that you could want. Um, I was looking on this website. Oh, yeah, here we go. We have a babam, a blue, or, uh, a red shell, a green shell, a, I had a pop-up on the uh, on the website I was looking at, and now I can't see it. Anyway, um, a green shell, a red shell, um, a banana, a coin. Um, I, I can't see the rest of them because the website freaked out. But in any case, you get eight items that you can pick from. They're all unique. They're all different. Ba-bomb, um, the, the sound um, super... I, I'm so lost Yeah, I'm so lost without that <laughs> website that's so annoying but yeah so basically you're given 8 different items that you can use at, at the same time so um, the catch behind this is and, and something that the game really strived hard to do was to balance this game out so that every single player has an opportunity to you know have a fair playing ground. So like first place doesn't get too far ahead and last place doesn't get too far behind. And like, if you fall to last place, it may not be so hard to get back into the game, you know, to get back up to first place. So the way that Nintendo has done this is if you're in first place, you don't get very many items. You kind of only get like coins or uh, um, so annoying too. Just the coins, coins, bananas. Sometimes you get a turbo boost. Sometimes you'll get the like super sound thing. Um, and every now and then you'll get a babam. Um, it's still mostly random, but like it. the odds of you getting coins are really high if you're like in first place um the further back you get in the course though or in the in the field the further back you get the better your items are so like if you're in last place you're most likely going to get like lightning bolts and um bullet bills and uh, stars, just stuff to help you progress in the game and help you get back up to a good place Um, which is really nice. So like, if you mess up real big at the beginning, you're not completely out of it. You have a chance to catch yourself back up again. I mean, there's, there's many times when I'm like, I'll screw up and I find myself in like 12th place. And the next thing I know, I'm back up to like third and in no time. So like, you know, it's, 
it's designed to be as fair as it can be. I, it's got its limitations and like, you know, it's not always super fair, but um, it, it does pretty good to keep everything balanced. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the coins real quick. You can collect coins throughout the course and the coins, one, will give you a very tiny speed boost when you get one, uh, but also it will increase your cart's speed. So as you collect coins, your cart gets a little faster and you can increase, uh, you can collect up to 10 coins and when you have 10 coins, you're kind of at your max, but still every single coin gives you a tiny speed boost. So you kind of always want to be collecting coins um, mainly because once you hit 10, you know, you're maxed out right. in your speed, but then also you're constantly losing coins every time you get hit or every time you fall off the track. So as you collect more coins, you're spending coins and you want to collect them back again. So it's kind of this like, again, trying to balance the game out to be fair, but also giving you this opportunity to maybe you feel slow, just collect some coins and you'll speed up. So it's kind of nice. I, I like the coin concept. It's been... Um, it's been in every single game so far, but the coins never really had this much, um, gameplay perspective as within the past few games that, um, introduced this like speed boost option or function. Yeah. All right. So what were you going to say, Kaylee? Uh, well, I was just going to talk about, um, it, you were talking about how it seemed fair, how uh, the game tries its best to make it fair. Do you feel like that all of those are fair, the items and stuff? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I I mean, some of them are definitely more annoying than others, but yeah, I, I do feel like that they're fair I, overall. I've, I've, my personal feeling is I feel like the lightning bolt one specifically is just... A little too much. And, like, it's my only complaint. Because, like, I can handle getting, you know, bombarded with a blue shell being in first and and stuff like that. But, like, that one in particular is so freaking annoying. And the I lightning think bolt would... definitely hits the hardest. The only saving grace with the lightning bolt is that, for the most part, everyone is slow at the same time. So, aside yes. from the caster or the user, everyone else is small and slow. Um, the funny thing about it, though, is people who are further back in the course, they their time as the small character is shorter. So, like, <laughs> for example, if you're in first place, you're going to be the last one to for the effect to wear off. So, like, you're more prone to getting run over by another car. <laughs> I guess it's just my feeling is... With all that it does to you, I feel like it's just one step too many. Yeah. Like, I think if if they either didn't make you smaller or if they didn't make you slow or if it just one less thing. Because, like, taking your item as it is is really freaking annoying. Yep. And just the constant spamming of it. Like, even if it would just be, like, only rarely is it handed out, like, one or yeah. two times per course or something. But, like, it felt like especially near the end we've been playing for so many hours it felt like it was just time after time after time it was so annoying i think that that's the biggest problem is that it was spammed way too much um during like a normal grand prix play yeah um but yeah like it will so let's see it 
the caster initiates it and every single character, every single player in the course, one spins out, two becomes small, which makes you slower, but then you're slow for an extended amount of time. So, oh, and you lose your item. So like all these things just, it's just an overall suckiness. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've had the lightning bolt since the Super Nintendo days. Like this has been an, an item that's carried over from the beginning. Oh, really? So, like <laughs> you know, yeah, it it sucks, but it's kind of nice that they have these functions that carry over through the years. I guess the lightning bolt. I just thought it just kind of made you spin out, and that was it. In the past, um, no, I'm pretty sure it wrong. made you slow, or it made you small too. I don't know about the item thing, but I'm pretty sure that it it's it um, spun you out and it made you slow. Um, the the cool thing about the lightning bolt, uh, semi cool, if you're holding say um, a mushrooms, say you're holding a mushroom and you spin out, if another character hits that mushroom now that it's like spun out and laying on the course. Oh yeah. You will get that boost if you run over it. However, it can also drop your shell. So if it drops your shell and another character runs into it, it uh, affects just like if you got hit by a shell. So like you just spin out, you know, I did kind of like that. It added a little bit of extra. Yeah. A little something something to it. Extra bit to it. I guess it's just I, I sound like a baby when I'm complaining about it, but like it really just was like one one too many things to that. I mean, it, it's just that it they spammed it Spam so it, yeah. hard. I mean, it it comes out. Well, I guess like, that's my thing. Either either make it so it can't be spammed, don't hand it out as much, or one less step. Not that they would do that at this right, point, I but know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it's just it was it's just too much of a bombardment. It is, it, you yeah. Know, like, especially the blue spiky shell, like, that really only attacks the first person in line, which is sucky. But, like, when you're first, in, you know, that's just, it's like, yeah, that's just how it is. It but hits the, the leader, yeah. Yeah. But, like, everyone gets it. It's just so annoying. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is really annoying. Um, I Again, I, like, I kind of, I'm fine with all the effects. I just... It's spammed way too much by computer. Yeah. I don't know so much, like, maybe if we're in a team of, like, eight people, maybe it wouldn't be spammed as much, but probably. It just, I feel like it happens, like, two or three times per lap. So, I mean, you're you're getting hit by this thing, like, you know, six, six-ish times per course, and it's just, well, it, it's, like, a little too much. Well, then it makes it so like you want to hold on to like the little I kept calling it a microphone, whatever the speaker thing was like you'd want to hold on to that if you were in first place. But you almost need to just use it when you can, because you know you're not going to keep that anyway. Right. You're going to get hit by a lightning bolt and lose it. I I think at a certain point we just started joking. It was just like, we don't get to keep our nice things. Why? (laughs) why I'm not even getting excited. It's It's gone. Everyone takes our stuff. I'm I'm in first place with a um, super megaphone thing like what am i gonna get hit by first a lightning bolt or a blue shell where i can actually use it like that's the gamble that you're taking (laughs) yeah and like sometimes i would get stuff i'm like oh finally and like i would literally be hitting it to activate it and then bam yeah yeah i almost i swear to you it almost felt like that i was triggering the lightning bolt that's how many times (laughs) that happened to me 
very frustrating. It's a few times uh, what happened to me is um, I'm being chased by a red shell and I'll I'll drop a banana right as like the red I notice the red oh, yeah. shell being too close and then the red shell like I don't actually drop the banana and the red shell hits me and then oh, I'm like irritated that I'm I'm stuck with this yeah. banana or I'll drop the banana and the red shell will like go around it and it's like ah why why did I waste my banana Although, I will say though there's something really satisfying about your character like cheering when someone's hit something that they yeah. dropped and sometimes you would just be driving it would randomly happen so you must you know it had to have been like a banana or something right yeah (laughs) strategically placing those bananas there was some tricky ones some people had dropped oh yeah for sure absolutely yeah all right so let's move on to uh gameplay um styles so this is like We kind of went over all of like basics of your racing, but these are the different like types of racing that you can do. So we have Grand Prix. Um, Grand Prix is a set of four tracks and you play those four tracks and um, you're given coins depending on what place you make in each in each uh, track or course. And um as you accrue coins, um, at the end of the four races, whoever has the most coins is crowned, you know, the gold trophy. And then whoever has second place is crowned the silver trophy. And then whoever's crowned third place gets the uh, the bronze trophy. Um, everyone else beyond that just sucks. So <laughs> um, the goal, at least main gameplay for the game is to get uh, a gold trophy in each of the um, uh, circuits. I th- is that is that right? Circuit is that the word that we're looking for? Oh, cup, so? cup. That's oh, okay. that's what we're looking for. Right. <laughs> so each cup, each cup has four courses, and you pick a you pick a cup. And th- this is the Grand Prix-like gameplay. You pick a cup, you play the four courses, and you get a placement in those four courses. Your goal is to get a overall first place in the coins in for that cup to then have the gold um, trophy for each cup. And you have, what, eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve... There's 12 cups in the, like, base game, and then there's 24 cups in the, like, total with all the DLC and stuff. So, like, you have a lot of courses that you can play through to try and get the gold cup. Um, And that's just Grand Prix. So then Grand Prix has different... I want to call them difficulties. Um, They're really... They're CCs, or uh, what was was it? Um... Uh, uh, oh no, we just talked about this. I know it was like centimeters or something cube, cubic centimeters. Anyway, um, it's how fast your car goes. So you start off at 50 cc, that's the like slowest your car can go. Um, 100 cc, 150 cc, and then 200 cc. Um, the way I look at it is difficulty. So, like, 50cc is your easy, 100cc is your medium, um, 150cc is hard, and then 200cc is, like, master class or, like, 
extra hard or whatever ultimate, you know, what do you want to call it? Um, and then you can also play mirrored courses, which essentially the course is the exact same, but in a mirror view. So you're still playing the course exactly how you normally would, but yeah. like, again, it's, it's a little bit different. So like, if you're used to your courses being a certain way, the mirror is going to be, uh, off <laughs> to say the least. So, uh, so that's Grand Prix. Um, your, your main gameplay goal is to get gold cups or gold trophies in every single cup to be, and, and not, not only yeah. every single cup, but every single cup in every single speed class. So, you know, you're looking at playing this game like a bajillion times in order to actually, you know, quote, right. beat, or, <laughs> you know, completionist in this game. Um, so then you, you uh, another different gameplay style is time trial. Uh, time trial, essentially, you're just trying to get the best time in, in any given track. Um, you can do a basic race where you're just playing, you're just racing the track. Um, you can do a ghost race, which the ghost race, what, what happens is, is if you do a time trial to get the best time, um, the ghost race will take your best recorded time and you then will race against a ghost version of you doing that course with your best time. So then as you get a better time, then your ghost gets replaced with that, that track time. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, you can do online ghosts too, where essentially you download a ghost from someone else who has raced it and try and race and beat their time. So essentially you could race like the number one person in that course or in that track and try and beat their top score to then have a best time, you know, for yeah. you. Um, you, in the time trials, you're not given any items, um, aside from mushrooms and you can get mushrooms in like the normal pickups that are around the world around the course. All right. So then, um, there's verses and verses in like one player mode, you will do just like, um, you could basically build your own race. You just kind of custom rules. You can set whatever you want. You can do verses in like two player or multiplayer mode where, um, it's kind of the same deal. You just are racing to race. Uh, you set whatever parameters you want. And you just do your thing. Um, then you can do battle battle racing or battle mode. Um, what that is is a different... There's four different types of battles that you can do. Um, there's the classic, like, all items with balloons. And you're just trying to hit other characters with items as best you yeah. can. Um, there is a babam um, battle where every item pickup you get is all bombs and you can stack up to 10 bombs on you and you're just trying to blow up as many characters as you can or players. Yeah. Um, you have the sunshine one, uh, where basically it's like capture the flag where like you're 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 going out to try and get the sunshine medal or coin or whatever uh, and whoever one. has it at the end of the race wins um and then there is coin 
coin race. So you oh, essentially yeah. go around and you collect as many coins as you possibly can, and you can hit other players too to make their coins uh, diminish, and you can collect more coins as you go. And then whoever has the most coins at the end, you know, obviously wins. Right. Was there another one? It seemed like there was another one, but maybe I'm wrong. I I think that sounded right. Um, let me consult the game. Let's see. Oh, Renegade Roundup. That's that's the other one. That was the one where uh, you're like playing against the police and the robbers. Remember oh, that? Oh, that's right. I did yeah. forget about that. Yeah, I forgot about that one too. That's the one that I was thinking of, and I knew that there was one that was like really fun, and that's that's the one. So like. There's two teams in this Renegade Roundup. There's two teams. There's cops and robbers, essentially. And whoever, like, the the cops have to round up all of the robbers and throw them in jail. The robbers have the ability to release other robbers out of jail. The game ends if um, the cops round up all the robbers and they're all thrown in jail, in which case the the cops win. Or if the robbers are still out at the end of the time limit, which it can be, you know, whatever time limit you want to set, three, four, five minutes. Um, At the end of your time, if there's still robbers out, then the robbers win. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a fun, like, you know chasing characters around and uh, we I think we played it once but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. That's fairly new. Right away. <laughs> that's fairly new. Like I I don't know when they implemented that but that's fairly new. Um so then uh you have online mode. Online mode um will take you you can only use this if you have uh the subscription for Nintendo. Uh but basically you can either play with other friends online or you can um, join random rooms where you just play with other people who are also just playing with random people online. And it'll just give you a set of, like, I think up to, like, 12 different players. And you just do the thing. So you can pick what kind of room you want to go into if you want to do, like, Grand Prix-type stuff. Or if you want to do battle-type stuff. And uh, you just go and you do that thing in an online scenario, whether that's with your friends or with random people. Uh, Then there's a wireless mode, too, which I think you play off of, like, Bluetooth, maybe, or maybe with, like, um, a Wi-Fi signal built into the Switch. And you just play with people who are in the room with you. So there is no, like online connection necessarily but you can still play one-on-one if you have a switch in the same room uh and i think that that goes over all of the gameplay mechanics (laughs) (laughs) Woo, we did it yeah yeah so that was long-winded i mean we did in inject some of our own opinions as we were going along there which which was nice uh the only thing that i really want to say um outside of this is the original Mario Kart 8 that came out on the Wii U had an awful, horrible, horrible battle racing mode. And what made it so terrible is that they didn't have, like, any courses, like, pre-built. What you did is you picked, like, a battle, and the only battles they had at the time was, like, coin racing and the balloon battle, and that was it. And, um... 
you basically played in like tracks and you just like went around the track and like you could you know you could u-turn and stuff but like you just roamed around the track yeah. and it was it was just built terribly terribly and like that was my number one complaint when we first bought the game back in 2014 on the Wii U was that the battle stuff was just horrific. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad to see that with the Switch edition and then like some iterations to the DLC or whatever, that we've gotten more gameplay as far as the battle yeah. stuff goes. And it's That's actually good. fun. And they've added like <laughs> a whole bunch of other courses. You've got retro courses in there that are um, from like the old battle, you know, battle stuff from back in the day. Yeah. Um, so like, it's, it's really nice to see that they actually put a little bit of work into correcting that big issue. Um, and with that, again, I gave it a 10 out of 10 for gameplay. Just overall, it's just so solid. It's just so good. Yeah. I mean, you've got all these characters, all these tracks, all these items that you're playing with. You've got hundreds of hours of potential gameplay it's, like, super chill to just be able to sit down and, like, you know, for me and Lori, like, at the end of the night, it's like, hey, you want to just, you know, a half hour right, or so, yeah. just do, like, f four or five races and call it a night, you know? You just sit down and play for a little bit, and that's really nice. Uh, you do have the ability to play multiplayer with one game on one Switch, uh, so, like, if you have multiple controllers, I think you can play up to, f I guess I can look, I think you can play up to four players, uh, locally, let's see. Multiplayer, yeah. So you can play up to four four people on one game system with four different controllers if you have them. Um, but not only can you play with four different controllers, each Switch Joy-Con, each side can be used as a controller as well. So like, not only you know potentially if you have a Switch system. You have two controllers right out of the gate. So, like, you know, you can play with just one system and your two Joy-Cons, and you have, you know, two players worth of Mario Kart 8 that you can play. Yeah. And being able to do that on one TV, or not even on the TV, you could do that locally on your Switch, too. Uh, it's kind of hard to see on your one Switch screen, but, you know, <laughs> it, it can be done. Uh, it's just, it's... It's nice that you have that feature available. And, and again, up to four four different people. So, like, technically, if, like, Kaylee, Kaylee and her husband wanted to come over, all four of us could play on the yeah. TV and easily be able to play, you know, a full, uh, full experience of Mario Kart 8. So, it's really nice. They have so many different features and hours and hours and hours of gameplay potential. Especially so since they added, they doubled all of their courses um, and added a whole bunch of new characters. And it's just, it's really nice to see how, how much potential this gameplay really has. Um, I am a little bit sad that they haven't bothered to work on a new Mario Kart. Not to say that they yeah. aren't, but like we haven't seen it. So... You know, at some point, I would assume that they will make a new Mario Kart. But, like, right now, I'm perfectly happy with all of these new yeah. tracks. And, like... I mean, I didn't know it was that old until you said it. It was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 2014. Like, 
that's yeah, almost that's 10 years old on like essentially the same game like it's it's all the same gameplay uh, the you know the only things that they've really added or changed was like how many carts and how many tracks they have like that's the only thing that they've changed outside of that gameplay is all the same you're still doing the anti-gravity yeah. thing you're still all all the items and um power-ups and stuff are all the same so like none of that's changed the gameplay is essentially the exact same since 2014 it's really just been additions to the course and yeah. you know the courses and the characters which again that's all i really want when it's all said and done like all i really want is just a few more tracks like if oh, you can do that was- we were we were talking too though. You know what we would have really liked is uh, some Pokemon characters. Yeah, for sure. I would love. I would absolutely buy Pokemon DLC. Yeah. But okay, so the other cool thing about Mario Kart Eight, um, the way that they've done this, where if you have the online subscription, you get the del- you get all those extra courses for free or you know included. Yeah. What's really cool about that is that if you're playing online with other players around the world, your other friends, whatever. Um, Because you have to have that subscription to play online, everyone has every single track. So, like, you're not limited to, like, oh, well, this person can't play because they don't have the track. No. If you have Mario Kart and you have the online mode, you can play any track available. And I love that idea. There's no limitation if you're playing online. And that that makes it so much better. I mean, so much for better sure. in the way that, like, you know, you're not limited. Not really, you know. So, yeah. I'm, uh... My voice is, like, destroyed now. Oh. <laughs> nah, I'm fine. My, I, I'm a little scratchy, but I, th- I think we can finish it off here. So, anything else you want to say about gameplay, Kaylee? Anything no, that... We went pretty in-depth on that one. For sure. I, I think so, too. Uh, you know, what's funny is when we started this, uh this episode with there being no story i'm like how are we gonna fill a whole episode <laughs> i, I <laughs> think usually, we're i think we're okay if, if it's not story it's gameplay oh What's yeah bad for sure. is when it's both of them yeah i know for <laughs> sure yeah for sure all right so let's move on to music um now to remind you music not only includes the f- actual music of the game but also any voice acting and um, sound effects too. Yeah. And uh, I give it a nine out of 10. Like I can't really complain about anything, but like nothing like overly stood out. Yeah. Um, There's a few, there there were a few courses that were like, the music was pretty, pretty solid, pretty good. Well, they did Um, a really good job of uh, remixing it to fit where it wasn't clone copy, like some of the uh, the Animal Crossing or uh, some of the the, retro tracks too. Yeah, so like they did a really good job. Like it wasn't carbon copy, but it was still enough where it it was charming. Like they did a really good job at that. Yeah, I totally agree. the The Zelda one was really cool. It had a lot of different, um, even the sound effects in some of those, like. Picking up the coins, the sound effects were a little different depending on the, the track. Um, in the Zelda one, um, there's a little section where you can activate a handful of, like, switches, I guess you could say. And then the Master Sword, like, shows itself in this pond and it does the little, like, chime that Zelda has. Oh. So, like, you have that, like, 
a, a lot of these little sound effects that they injected into this course to make it very like Hyrule vibe. And yeah. that was, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. They did really good at that. A lot of the rainbow road. Oh stuff. yeah. Actually, they did a really good job on the different versions of rainbow road. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. I want to say there's maybe like four or five different rainbow roads. And like, you know, they're all pretty good. I remember Rainbow Road specifically in the Super Nintendo one being so frustrating, but like the the Rainbow Roads that we had were hard, but they were doable at least, and that made it more fun. Yeah, for sure. We still fell off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the the iconic thing to do when you're playing Rainbow yeah. Road. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm kind of looking at the courses here to find all the Rainbow Roads. We've got. Um, Rainbow Road, which is just like the standard Mario Kart 8 Rainbow Road. There's the Nintendo 64 Rainbow Road. Um, I think, oh no, here. The Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Wii Rainbow Road. Wii! Um, 3DS Rainbow Road. Yeah, I think that's all of them. So yeah, I mean, what was that, like four? Yeah. Four or five? So like yeah, there's there's a ton of rainbow roads in here, and they're all unique. Um, they're all like, I really like that all all the Super Nintendo remake ones are all yeah. great. Like they they, they remade a lot of the the soundtrack to those yeah. levels, and like it's classic, like it's classic tune, but it's like just better. You know, it's just like yeah, for sure. It's it's upscaled it's you know remastered it's it's built up to be more aesthetically pleasing than just the not not that there's anything wrong with the super nintendo versions of these songs but like it's just more you know it's it's more of it it's bigger um yeah bowser's can't bowser's castle's theme is awesome that like metal guitar throughout the whole thing oh it's it's so good it's so good Um, not that there was a whole lot of voice acting necessarily, but all the characters kind of made some sort of like classic sound, (laughs) if you will. I mean, obviously Mario does his classic, you know, it's a me Mario, you know, whatever Luigi, they all, they all make their sounds, their, their noises. But then like some of the characters have like distinct sounds that they, they use for different, like their horns are a little different or, um, you know, they're, uh, they have like a little celebration if you get like first, second or third place where they might, you know, yell or say something. Um, I think Lori was playing with one of the new peaches. Oh, Peachette. She was playing as Peachette. And Peachette kept saying, like, I'm the princess. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> or so, it was something like that. I, I, That's probably not quite right. But it, it just, like, every single time that Lori, and Lori was constantly in the lead, because she's really good at this game. But, like, so constantly after every race, like, I'm the princess, or whatever. Whatever it is she says. But, that's like, funny. you know, so there is a little bit of voice acting in the game. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily voice acting or just, like, a sound clip taken from another game yeah. or something, but... Mine for sure was. Because, of course, the villagers don't have any... Because I played as the girl villager, but they would have the 
da-da, from the game and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's really cute. That's awesome. Yeah, Very I was cute. playing as uh, um, Kamek. Yeah. And he really just, like, had his, like, you know that sound that the wizards made in Super Mario oh, World? Yeah. When they, like, shot their wand. He would make that yeah. sound every once in a while. Um, he also, like, when he, when he would do a flip in the air, he would, like, um, teleport from, like... He, he would, like, disappear off his car and then would reappear as oh, you landed. Cute. So it was kind of fun. Did, was there any, like, extra bonus for doing that? The flips? Yeah. Yeah. It, when you um when you do a flip on any jump, you're given a little boost, a little speed oh, boost. So okay. yeah, it's beneficial to you to constantly, anytime you're in the air, gotcha. to press the the jump button to try and give yourself a you know an extra boost extra in boost. speed. Nice. Yep. So yeah, um, what did you give it for music? Uh, I give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so did I. All right, so overall. Overall. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Seems right. I mean, you know, obviously super solid game. Um, There's no story, but, like, that's not... It it doesn't hinder the game, really. I mean, it's kind of just expected. It's a racing game. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Well, just how it is. <laughs> it, what's funny to me about that th- that thought is that like Mario Party is just like a party game. It doesn't have to have a story, but there like is. Well, you know, we we talked about this a tiny bit. Uh, something like uh, Chocobo Racing. Chocobo Racing had a story too. Yeah, like it's possible. But on the flip side, I also was thinking. I don't care for there to be a story. Like yeah. it was just kind of nice to just boot the game up and just start playing. Like, well, you can't do that with very many games, you know. When you think of past Mario Kart games, and this was even true with Mario Kart Eight when it came out on the Wii U, you didn't have every character and every course right out of the gate. That's something new with the deluxe version. So, like, in the original Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, you had to unlock every character and unlock all the tracks by playing yeah. the Grand Prix. So, as you would as you would place good in the Grand Prix, then you would unlock more and more characters and more courses and whatnot. So, like, you did. You did have to... Um, you did you did have to unlock stuff and that's that's not necessarily story but what i'm going with this is like that's how story would normally be played is like you would progress your story unlock more stuff progress your story unlock more stuff where it it is kind of nice to just be able to sit down and play whatever you want whatever course you yep. want whatever character you want just have at it here it is yeah. And there's something really nice and relaxing about that sure. method of gameplay. Yep. I agree. So, um, my story, when I rounded out all my averages um, for the rest of my scores, story ended up at a 9. What? Uh, mine did t- oh, actually, mine did 2, but now that I think about it, I think I, I had adjusted my... Uh... Yeah, it's probably still a 9. Um, it might be. Let's find out. Bad buffer. Yeah, it is a nine. You're right. So, um, that gives me a forty-six out of fifty. 
And that gives me a 45 out of 50. So that gives us, yep, a 9.1 out of 10, which is really a solid game. I mean, again, you can't fault the story because it's not needed. So doing this rounding method for this reason is good. In my opinion, you know, if there is no story and the game isn't hurt by having no story, then, like, we shouldn't hurt the score yeah. on, on our scoring method. You know what I mean? Because the scoring method doesn't really work for this type of game. But because it's not hindered by that, it's not hurt by that, then why not just round, you know, yeah, g- give I it agree. an average, whatever the rest of the, 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 an average score of the rest of the scores I feel like it's fair. So we've done it in the past on a few other games. Um, we'll probably continue to use that method going forward. Uh, it kind of used to be where we would give those games a five, like a middle ground five, yeah. but it's just not fair. Like that five is so low. It might drag down the rest of the game. So, you know, it's, it's, I feel like this is a fair method for yeah, this I game. Think so. And a 9.1 is absolutely exactly what I would expect it to be at. So, yeah. Yeah. Good times. So, that was a a lot longer winded than I was expecting. Um, We kind of thought this would be a quick one just because it is a racing game, but, you know, it is surprisingly a good game. (laughs) I haven't played it all through. I I really wanted to do it justice by going through all of the different aspects of the game and describing it. Not that... I feel like at this point, uh, most of our listeners, if you're listening to this, you've probably already played Mario Kart. Uh, I feel like that's the case with most of the games that we review. If you're listening to it, you've probably already played it. Um, There may be like a handful of listeners that come back every single month to listen to every review, but I feel like the majority of our listeners are listening because they've played the game, they like the game, and they want to hear more of it. Uh, but I still feel like going over every single detail gives us an opportunity to expand on it and give our thoughts um, without having to remember every single detail. We just kind of go over it all. Yeah. So, like, as we go over it, we talk about our opinions. So it, it's been it's been nice going over the gameplay mechanics for that reason alone. So we'll, we'll continue to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. You got anything else, Kaylee? <laughs> No, it sounds about right. It was a lot of fun. Yep, for sure. So, um, currently, me and Kaylee are both playing um, Pokemon Soul Silver, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver. I don't know why, but like, I have to say it in that order. Saying Pokemon Soul Silver and Heart Gold sounds really weird. Yeah, <laughs> Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, in any case, me me and Kaylee are both playing that right now. Um, I'm actually streaming on Twitch for the first time in like a year and a half. So if you <laughs> want to check that out, you can go to uh, twitch.tv um, forward slash Zapnight. Um, or you could just do a search for Zapnight. Or you could uh, go to our website, zapnight.com, where you can see all of our past podcast episodes. There's links to our Twitch. Um, currently I am playing on Monday and Wednesday evenings between eight o'clock and 11 o'clock, um, central United States time, uh, Chicago time. So, uh, if you want to check it out, come by, say hi, I would appreciate it. 
Um, but yeah, so our next podcast episode is actually going to be on Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver. Uh, that'll be on January 1st. So, 2024. Uh, yeah, crazy. Crazy. Yep. All right, wow. guys. Oh, go ahead. What? No, the, I mean, we'll see. We'll talk once more for Snapchats, and then it'll be next year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Yeah, we got Snapchats coming up on the 15th. If, if you want to listen to us ramble on more about random stuff, that's the place to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast episode. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys the next one. 